0: Salutations listeners, you are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And we will hopefully cure whatever in the world it is that ails you through the power and majesty of jazz music. And in this episode, we're actually going to bring you part two of of the cover saga so we're going to talk about once again if you haven't listened to part one go back listen to part one and in this episode we're going to continue on with some more outrageous covers that jazz musicians have made from either other jazz tunes or classical uh, compositions or rock and roll tunes so put on your seatbelt. thank you for listening and let's get to the music. That first original and then the cover was none other than Gypsy Eyes, first played by Jimi Hendrix, of course, who wrote Gypsy Eyes, and then we heard Gil Evans and his orchestra. That's right, that Gil Evans, the Gil Evans, talking about Miles Ahead, Sketches of Spain, Porgy and Bess, that Gil Evans, the same one that worked with Miles, but he had an entire album dedicated to the music of Jimi Hendrix and that's what the album is actually called The Gil Evans Orchestra Plays the Music of Jimi Hendrix and the band is just killer I mean of course Gil Evans on the piano Hannibal Marvin Peterson on trumpet and on vocals on some tracks Lou Saloff on the trumpet from Blood Sweat and Tears Uh, Peter Gordon French horn Pete Levin uh, horn and synthesizer Tom Malone trombone bass trombone flute and synthesizer the incomparable Howard Johnson on the tuba plus clarinet and bass clarinet the wonderful David Sanborn the legend himself on alto saxophone and soprano sax Billy Harper on the tenor sax and flute Trevor Kohler on the tenor saxophone who was actually featured in that track. Uh, Dave Horowitz on electric piano and synthesizer. Keith Loving. John Abercrombie, the guitarist extraordinaire who just passed away. And Ryo Kawasaki on the electric guitar. Michael Moore on the bass. Don Pate on the bass. Bruce Didmus on the drums. Warren Smith on chimes, latin percussion, and vibraphone and sue evans on the conga and drums so that was recorded in that particular track was actually recorded june 12 1974 in new york and it was reissued on cd by bluebird on one of the bluebird first editions so killer stuff and i love Gil evans i do i'm not gonna try to be unbiased um I absolutely marvel at his arrangements they're just so thoughtful and there's a story that goes like that um you know gil would sit there and hunch over at his piano in his apartment the same apartment that all the guys got together who eventually made birth of the cool which is another great gil evans record with miles davis but um there's a story that gil would sit at his piano hunched over for hours on end Just trying to find the perfect voicing for one particular chord that his back would hurt at the end of the day because he'd just sit at the piano and just try to, almost like a painter would, try to find the the perfect kind of color combinations. That's exactly what Gil was like. He was trying to find those perfect chord combinations. And for that kind of dedication and the beautiful kind of arrangements that he could create... Gil Evans is truly one of those quantum musicians and his music will live forever in my opinion um, because you don't find that a lot of times. So kudos to Gil Evans taking on the music of Jimi Hendrix four years after he passed away because Hendrix, I think passed away in 70 and this is recorded in 74. So there you go. Incredible stuff. And the whole album's great, but um, that's one of my favorite tracks. And up next, we're gonna completely change directions. Here is African Babata, with Planet Rock, followed by a jazz version of Planet Rock by none other than contemporary jazz pianist Jason Moran. Enjoy.
1: Party people, party people, then you get funky. So sign and for get funky. The Zulu then you get funky. Yeah Just hit me Just taste the funk And hit me Just get on down And hit me That just getting so fucking me Yeah
0: Planet Rock, <clears throat> Africa Mombata's original Planet Rock, which is used in bunches of commercials and and, and was just great just on its own. Um, great for Party mixes too. Uh, and then followed by Jason Moran's version of Planet Rock on his album Modernistic. And <clears throat> I don't know if you could tell, but there was so much care in jason moran's version uh cover of that song that even though there wasn't any real vocal pitches that africa Mbata was using um jason moran still picked up on the rhythm and and used that as a chance to develop an angular line in his uh expression or his arrangement of that uh, you know uh, so uh, I don't know that's kind of cool you know it's something very different so and I think it kind of opens the doors for us as jazz musicians and jazz listeners to sit there and say you know if there's something that doesn't necessarily have a certain pitch to it but there is a great hook or a great melody or something that draws you in you can still use angularity which we use all the time in contemporary jazz to get around that corner. So that's an interesting take. So uh, Up next, we have two of the finest alto saxophone players in the history of jazz, um, Ornette Coleman and David Sanborn. <laughs> Ramblin', that's the track. We heard the original composed by Ornette Coleman with Don Cherry, Billy Higgins, and Charlie Hayden. And then we heard one of the funkiest arrangements of Ramblin' I've ever heard, which is by none other than David Sanborn. And that's off of his Upfront album. You might remember that album because those of you who may uh, have listened to David Sanborn in the past, because that's the album that actually had the track Bang Bang on it, which is another great cover um, by Joe Cuba from the salsa kind of days, you know. But uh, that track is the one that really grabbed me because I'm like, damn, that's some funky stuff right there. And it's Ornette. So there you go well up next we're going to completely change directions from funk to country because this is one of the most sincere arrangements i've ever heard and the the original is great too so here we go i'll we'll talk about it after this is over (laughs) versions of Jolene. Jolene is a country tune that was written by Dolly Parton, and I'm going to take this opportunity to actually say that Dolly Parton is known for all the wrong things. She's known for her her busty figure. She's known for her makeup. She's known for her blonde hair, you know, almost like in a wig state. She's known for Dollywood, But nobody ever talks about what a great songwriter Dolly Parton is. So I'm going to put it out there because everybody loves the song I Will Always Love You because Whitney Houston covered it from The Bodyguard, but Dolly Parton wrote that. She also wrote 9 to 5 and starred in that movie with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. She also wrote Here You Come Again, and she wrote Jolene right there. And there's two credits to be given. First of all, that's a very well written song that's got a very deep message, you know what I mean? She's from the perspective of somebody who's losing a man and she's going straight to the woman who's trying to take the man and begging her not to take him, um, which is cool because it's from a different perspective, you know? but it's just melodically speaking it's a very well written song now on the other side of that coin we heard the arrangement of Jolene by John Schofield off of his album Country for Old Men which is kind of a tongue in cheek title anyway which is cool in my book but Schofield says yeah I like that song why don't we do it in a Cold Train kind of feel now I don't know how many musicians have probably heard Dolly Parton's Jolene, which is a great song. But to sit there and take that one step further and to sit there and and, and think of that in the same context is almost like a Coltrane-ish melody. That's a stroke of genius. So that's easily one of my favorite covers just because it's very immediate for jazz musicians to grapple onto and it in a way it gives jazz musicians hope because it says it doesn't matter what the song is if there's tendencies that that could possibly be twisted into familiar ways it's a viable avenue to go and explore and improvise on so, kudos to Ali Parton for writing a great song, and kudos to John Schofield for making a killer arrangement. I mean, he could just have, you know, chicken-picked his way through that and just played an, an instrumental version of the song, and that's what, unfortunately, most people do whenever they cover something like that, but that's a great arrangement. So... Turning in a complete 180 again, we are going to check out two songs that are film music. And uh, (laughs) yeah, hang on to your seats for this one. the sicilian clan originally composed by ennio morricone and ennio morricone is a legendary film music composer uh he's composed uh, cinema paradiso he's composed the music for the untouchables music for bugsy music for fistful of dollars music for Uh, Once Upon a Time in the West, Once Upon a Time in America. Uh, He's just, he's legendary. And that song is the Sicilian clan. So, I mean, all those Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns, he wrote the music for, and it's just the good, the bad, the ugly. That's another Ennio Morricone tune. Uh, Just fantastic, fantastic music. Um, But we heard the original from the, the film first. And then we heard. John Zorn's. Naked City Band. And that's John Zorn on the saxophone. Bill Frizzell. On the guitar. Fred Frith on the bass. Wayne Horvitz on the keyboards. And Joey Baron. On the drums. And. Just. I mean that's more one of the more tame. <laughs> tracks. From. The album Naked City by Naked City. So, and Zorn is an impeccable composer and arranger in his own right. But to have five guys make up this very cool collective sound, and it, it, Frizzell just pours over that. And I just, I love Bill Frizzell. And I love John Zorn. So, that's one of my favorite bands just because of those two. Uh, In the same vein, in the same breath, we're going to listen to uh, another piece of film music. And it's a little bit more hectic, crazy, maniacal, whatever you want to call it. So here is Nino Rota's The Godfather. On the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> so, that was the Godfather theme. First by Nino Rota. And then by none other than Mike Patton and the Phantomas. Off their album Director's Cut, in which they take a bunch of film music and they basically transform it into this weird improvisatory hardcore thing and it's just all of its a weird brilliant magic in a way so if you if you dug that arrangement then you should check out the phantom and you should definitely check out uh the album director's cut so now we're gonna go much more of a little bit of uh traditional jazz So here is two takes including an original, a great original um, version of Thelonious Monk's Epistrophe. (laughs) That was Epistrophe, first by Thelonious Monk and John Coltrane, live at Carnegie Hall, which has got just the great Shadow Wilson on on drums and given this that great kind of just almost Latin beat behind it. And then it was actually followed by Russell Gunn, a great trumpet player and uh, it was from his album ethnomusicology volume two and he's got great versions of um, it don't mean a thing if Any got that swing and caravan and epistrophe on there as well as many uh, original compositions and they're all just fantastic so if you haven't checked out russell Gunn g-u-n-n please do that guy is a killer trumpet player Ain't no doubt about that. Well, up next, we've got what was Duke Ellington's theme song before Billy Strayhorn came around with Take the A Train. And uh, the version of it that's an arrangement or a cover is very fine indeed. And we're gonna talk about that later. So here is none other than the original and a cover of the East St. Louis toodaloo. That was the East St. Louis Tuttle. First, the original version by the Duke Ellington Orchestra, which you can find off of the Columbia Jazz Masterpiece, the OK Ellington, not as in he's just okay, but as in the record label OK, E H OK. And uh, that's a two CD set, and it's just chock full of early Ellington, and it's great stuff. But uh, then we heard the cover version. of none other than steely dan off their album pretzel logic in which the great walter becker rest in peace who just recently passed away um covered the entire trumpet wah-wah solo with wah-wah guitar and i think that um if I, if that if my memory serves me correct they did that in tribute to duke ellington because i think that album came out right after ellington passed away in 1974 so that was their tribute to duke and it was very loving and very fitting so in my very small modest humble way this is my tribute to the both of them um up next we're going to change directions towards fusion Jazz Fusion. One of the great Jazz Fusion bands was Weather Report. And Weather Report had many aggregations throughout its uh, history. But always at the the helm of Weather Report was Joe Zawinul, who wrote a lot of the tunes on the synthesizers and keyboards and piano, and the great Wayne Shorter on the tenor saxophone and soprano saxophone. And here is a tune that was composed by Joe Zavignol off of the album Mr. Gone, which also featured Jaco Pistorius on the bass. And here is Young and Fine. That was Steps Ahead, which is Michael Brecker, Steve Gadd on drums, Mike Manieri on the vibraphone, Eddie Gomez on the bass, and Don Grolnick on the piano from their album Smoking in the Pit. And they were covering Weather Reports Young and Fine, which we heard first from their album Mr. Gone. Up next, Paint it black. black of course the original by the rolling stones mick jagger keith richards charlie watts brian jones is on that one i think playing the sitar yeah just great stuff and it was covered by eric Lewis, who's also known as elu e-l-e-w and he covered painted black in a solo piano arrangement uh, from his album Rock Jazz, all one word, volume one. And I think there's like two or three volumes of it out there. So if you really dug that arrangement, then check out some of Eric Lewis' stuff. It's under ELU. Well, on the heels of the news that Radiohead is one of the nominees for the 2018 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I thought that this was fitting. So. Let's listen to some Radiohead covers. There you go. Here is Paranoid Android from their 1997 album OK Computer. that was Paranoid Android, first from Radiohead's 1997 album, OK Computer, which is just chocked full of great tunes that many jazz musicians have covered uh, in the last, I guess, 20 years. And after that, we heard probably the very first Radiohead cover I'd ever heard, and that's by Brad Meldow the great pianist, off of his album Deregulating Jazz, and that just blew me away the very first time I heard it. I just, I I remember I was in college, and I was about to go to class, and I was just, you know, listening to to songs, you know, uh, back then there used to be a thing where you could uh, listen to just, you know, brand new tracks, and you could just like put it on the TV, and there was like a station that just would play, you know, random stuff like whatever by whatever um, genre you would want to to play so if you wanted to listen to country and western music you could listen to that while you were getting ready and walking out the door or whatever and I remember I just put it on jazz and because I'm like hey let's see what this is all about and uh, they played like uh, I want to say like a Miles Davis tune and then they played like a Blakey an R Blakey tune and then this came on and I was I just said you know what (laughs) forget the world for a minute you've got my attention and it was something that was just so different and fresh from uh a jazz perspective from a rock perspective uh from just uh improvisatory perspective and then as I listen to more Brad Meldow, he's just phenomenal so there you go uh Kudos to Radiohead for writing such a great song with many mixed-meter things going on in there and for Brad Meldow just playing the hell out of it. All right, here is our last cover, and it is by far in my top five cover tunes of all time. This is none other than the great John William Coltrane, From his album and his tone poem to God, A Love Supreme, here is Resolution.
3: of all other gods. Lead us now so we can walk wherein the prophet said that we would try Buddha, tell a sutra like a spell. Teach us well to answer silence with the calling bells. Allah, bring us to a good alarm. Subjugate our wills answer you like a mighty arm elohim is a pillar of light in the dark and leading all his people to light for he's the king of the fire he breathes the fire into everything that's living on earth in the sun in the stars take a spark of it deep within you put it to the test it will do the rest i confess it'll be like climbing up on everest i can't express the view from there but it's for you to follow through Show the power's bright array Bless the climate, settle peace upon the universe's dark display And Jesus, remember every promise made Present yourself in the middle of the prayers that we say Vishnu, preserve us all along the way Keep us clear of the final thunderbolts of the judgment day. Hear me, hear would I, would I ask for today, Father? Far left turned shelf of the world, up in a house right on the edge of everything, where the time is tumbling in a vortex, the nexus of timetable tides. In the final lighthouse, a shining earth sending at the spinning of the finishing of sweeping time, driving silence like a stampede in careening, washing, charging, advance. Digging the sound of passing everything away into the secret of eternity's pivot dance. Breaking down, crashing doorways, bashing through dream place. Smash, unlash, e Everything goes to the open mouth of Kalima, where the vault of heaven opens. But witness as lonely as forgotten tears keeps a full vigil, watching all even I go out. One witness, one child digging the sleeping wheel of meat Spitting out, taking up everything by the roots Pulling out the lot of what and to into the past like a dream She knows what is gone, gone over, everyone that is done and unbegun, Starting from the super microcosmic nova go the way to super huge galactic suns And she knows the beginning is coming in the sweep at the end of all even gods have passed over away. Then one day the shadow of a priest on the horizon appeared. He wasn't taken up into the swirling. He walked with purpose all the while digging his ears into the bedrock ligament. Like but as he came into view, the witness saw his eyes were crying. Tears like blood fell to earth as he watched heaven disappear in the void. Up the drain into the parable, Lloyd Realizing it all, everything, everywhere into his eyes Seeing that all he beloved went out of itself and away Hearing his eyes of a search of a day Tearing all meaning away And to the witness's indifference he had this to say I know about birth, I know about death until the life goes out to men. The life departing, powerless, giving it up But in the vast indifference, I invent a deeper meaning I'm the one We'll say use the will every day or go mad trying go to war against the impotent side of living use every power you're given to stand and act like a man and pray every day to every god strike the ball of heaven and the ringing will become a law you need to go Bring the fire of Enlightened and and men Here to life below. Speak Mercy to the things You meet Listen up to hear The whispering of the blood you bleed Stay awake No mistake Dance the dream awake And awake
0: Wow, wow. Even still, I mean, I've probably heard that a hundred times, and it still just makes me just flabbergasted, just going, Wow. So we heard, of course, the master himself, John Coltrane, from his album A Love Supreme playing Resolution. It is his tome poem, poem to God that is very common knowledge among many jazz aficionados and even non-aficionados. But that cover is so special because that is by Kurt Elling, the great vocalese, jazz artist and before she passed away Kurt got permission from Alice Coltrane to record that and he actually gave her a demo of it and he gave her the words to it and she gave her blessing to let him record this with all of these perspectives of religion not just Christianity not just Judaism not just you know Islam but uh, just everything and she said that John would be very proud of what he did with that and what's really miraculous to me is not only did he bring the point home of all the different religions to include all of them but he actually took Coltrane solo which is not in any easy feat at all for even saxophonists to to learn a saxophone solo by John Coltrane but for a vocalist to learn that and put words to it to me I'm bowing right now because Kurt Elling is truly the master after Eddie Jefferson I don't know who could touch that 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 flame So, anyway, glad you dug it, hopefully you dug it, I certainly dug it, and uh, pass it along to your friends, tell them about the podcast, check out the website, you can click on the little globe on soundcloud.com, if you're on Apple and iTunes, please go to the website, it's drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. I'd love to hear some feedback from you. Maybe some ideas for some shows. And until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now. Because in jazz, we trust. When I die, bury me in straight lace.